Welcome to Tilth Talk Radio. Today we're going to be doing some agronomy jeopardy in our spotlight. We'll look at Stoller's acquisition by Corteva. Ag History Minute, we'll talk about the invention of the McCormick Reaper. Cool Beans, that's corny. We'll have some current events and we'll wrap things up with our Field Good Friday. With me today are Bill Schombert. Hey guys. Max Garvey. What's up everybody? Todd Schombert. Hey to all the Tilthies out there. And I'm Matt Brueger, all with Tilth Agronomy. So at least there's a little bit of good news coming out of the Packers organization. Christian Watson being Rookie of the Month for November. There's a Rookie of the Month? Yes. <laughs> Do you know Take the, what you can get, Tom. Yeah, true. Do you know the other two Packers that have ever gotten Rookie of the Month? No. You weren't in the truck long enough this morning to hear the radio. I was... Ooh. Ooh. Eddie Lacy, yes, and you know, cheeseburger. You Eddie. will probably never get the other one. It's going to be a really you old one. About ten. Hmm. It wasn't flash um, in the pan. Antonio Chapman, nope. Flash in the pan, running back. Oh, Sam Con, yes, Sam Con, oh, two thousand five. Yep, Sam Con. I was ten. No, it was like yeah, like nine, nine, yeah, nine. That's pretty close, guys. Still, Sam Con. I do remember Sam Con. That was like early, early fantasy football, and he won yeah. some people. Remember Art Polinski when he played yeah. with us? And he picked up Sam Congato and just like dominated. For Art Polinski. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was great. That, that's he, a deep cut for the Tilth Agronomy fans yeah, out there. Yeah. Holy smokes! It'd be Jeff's dad. Yeah, yeah. he was. Art was great. He loved his fantasy football. Yeah. And his brewers. And he'd bring like these little Debbie pies when he worked with Jeff. Yeah. Like for <laughs> you. It was great. He'd share with everybody. He would bring newspaper clippings to work yep. and show us about like Ben Sheets had his like twentieth, whatever, eighteen strikeout game or whatever, twenties and he brought brought me the the clipping clipping yeah. from the we newspaper. We got a guy who works here now who brings me newspaper clippings <laughs> yeah. yet. Yep. It's your dad. <laughs> yeah. It's your dad. <laughs> When you're in the newspaper? No. He brings me... No, it's not clippings. He brings me the whole newspaper. So he doesn't clip it, actually. But he brings me the whole newspaper. It's usually, like, it's earmarked or, like, some... You yeah. know, there's some reason that... It's usually, you know, actually, stuff for this, honestly. Yeah. It's agronomy articles or something. Yeah. That, yeah. that he thinks are interesting. And they hordes dairymen or... They usually yes. are, the like, the goofier <laughs> stories. But... Yeah. <laughs> Sam Con and Eddie Lacey. Oh, hmm. And this, sorry, it was. I don't think it's rookie of the month. It's, excuse me, offensive rookie of the month, right? Oh, it's that specific. Even I think it's yeah, offensive oh, rookie probably, of the month. Yeah. Oh man. So wow, six touchdowns this month, man. He's oh, a he's, beast. He's fa- he's fast. He's very when he fast. gets the ball, it just like guys have angles, and he outruns the angles, and you're like, that's fast. Yeah. Yeah, he's got speed. Yeah, if he can just stay healthy, now we'll be we'll have somebody good. Sounds like Romeo's back too, so now we get the dual little Romeo dubs. The dual threat. Yeah. And Justin Fields is gonna play, so watch out for two hundred yards two, rushing by a quarterback. Run, yeah. We saw that already. Yeah, we <laughs> saw it last week. That happened. The So hopefully they learn something from that. Maybe. No. Maybe not miss twenty two tackles. Maybe. Fields is easier to tackle. They look better at you the know, end of the game. 
than they did in the beginning. They yeah. finally started to figure out, okay, let's not just rush headlong at the quarterback. Let's keep him contained. Yeah. The Packers the Packers need to make some changes. It's, and I don't think it's players either. Understatement of the year, man. <laughs> like, I don't think it's players. I think it's players. Really? I think, I think Savage and Amos are gone. Well, okay. Oh, they got a lot going to be gone. Yeah. I mean, you got, they got okay, all they, your good, like Randall Cobb's going to be gone. You yeah. Got, it, it's just, it's going to be a totally different team next they year. They got to get rid of some players, but they don't have to get rid of their impact. Their impact players are good enough. Like, Quay Walker is not no. a bad football player. No. He's in the wrong spot a lot, but I don't know if that's really his fault. I don't feel like it is. I don't feel like Jair Alexander's in the wrong spot. And it's his fault very often either. I feel like that's usually a scheme thing that's wrong. Yeah, I don't know. He's not having his, a good year. His heart's not in it this year. I think he kind of quit after the the beginning of the losing streak. All right. I know one thing we can all agree on. This is a universal truth. Whoever the idiot was who said Amari Rogers should be back there catching punts as long as he was should be fired. Yeah. I don't care if it's Basaccia. I don't fire hey, Look him. at how good Nixon Fire is. Like, yeah, right. he's, he's really good. Whoever was making he's that really choice, fire Lafleur. him. It's probably Lafleur. Fire him. <laughs> fire him. I don't care. It's fire a, him. It Judge go, of character. It could go to good goods of like, it just always felt like it was a second round pick and we got to stick with third. I think they I, should just so trade third. every third round pick they have from yeah. now until. Did you see their third, third round picks? picks? Yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> he's bad. First, second round. All right. Third round. Th- everything falls apart. It's like our fantasy corn league. Yeah, the third round, man. Man, we could. I think what is it about the third round? Yeah. Do you overvalue it? It's probably the you make all your good picks in the first rounds. Well, you're like, well, you're kind of going for that reach, like, oh, you know, this guy. I've got be, two good picks, so yeah, I'll just, this guy, you know, I like you think you're outsmarting everybody else, sort of by that round, like. And then by the last couple of rounds in the fantasy corn league, you're kind of going back to the older liables, like, hey, there's nothing flashy about this. It's gonna, you know going to show up and bat 200 you know right. 250 right everything looks good on paper yeah till you hit reality big news is max got a buck yeah we didn't get to talk about it last had a good, week good luck this here. year yep yep yeah it was good good year pretty happy <laughs> happy is an understatement it's i've cooled off a lot in 10 days since i shot it i'll put it that way i was pretty excited so Good. Do you have a good story about how it snuck up on you? And no, you just, not you really. Just dropped it? No. No? No. Uh, at least make one I have one a badge. Out. I have a badge. The neighbor shot it uh, on the November 10th. So he'd been walking around with an arrow in his back for two weeks. Eek. Yeah, so we we're happy to get him. That was a good thing because he wouldn't, he wouldn't have made it through the winter, you know? No. It well, it is a good story, but it's not the story. No, it's you, not you know like I mean? I'm a. It's not like I was this great hunter who no. pulled off the ultimate track job, and yeah, it's not. That's not how it went. But yeah, it was good. It was. I was glad to get him. Uh, I was. If I would have saw him, I was going to shoot him no matter what. I mean, he's pretty good size. He's so. going on your wall. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's a taxidermist already. How, so. how many? Like how many have you mounted on your wall before? Zero. Yeah. So there you go. First. Well. First the fuck the first wrong. one I shot with my gun and the first one I shot with my bow are both on like little plaques. Like, well, uh, I'm sure you're. Hey, first this started, is your first yeah. year, but those yeah. are not. Those aren't. Trophies. Those are not hung up in the living room for everyone to see. We'll put it that way. Yep. <laughs> They're in my bedroom. They're hat racks. Actually, is what I use them for. <laughs> <laughs> they work for hat racks. What so, kind of mount did you go with? Oh, full shoulder. Oh, if yeah. you actually want to know exactly what I went with, it's a my. 
It's a McKenzie semi sneak offset HD. Ooh, the semi sneak, not yep. the full left sneak. or right. Which way? Right. Yep. Right. You gotta go right. <laughs> well, he's got a broken tie-in that I was trying to get. <laughs> trying to hide. Like kind of. You just can't see it. As, so if you turn to the right. left, you it's like the first time you when you look at him, it's like right dead looking you in the eye. When you turn him to the right, it's kind of hidden behind some other ones. So it just means he's got like gusto, or he's he broke fought, it off in the last week for it. Yeah, you know, he's he had broken it off in the last like week before gun season. So I don't know where. Yeah, I, don't I know, know you deer hunters with. like more points, but that just means he's yeah character a badass he's got character. <laughs> he's a badass because he's yeah. walking around with an arrow in his back. You bet. He was a tough guy. He he was he was tough. He when I found that arrow, ooh, he, he was in tough shape. So, yeah, yep, pretty good year, pretty good year. A lot of time in though. So, which talking to a lot of people, Matt included, like nobody saw anything. So it did seem like the buck stories weird... in general were like not a lot. Of, a lot of two were people. People seemed to get it and they tracked it and couldn't find it. Like I felt like I heard way mm. more stories like that than i've heard lately so yeah I don't that's know probably many. disappointing as a hunter for many reasons right that's the worst feeling in the world like when you know you hit it but you can't find it and some of finish. it shit, like because we had all the storm damage this year in general and two of the stories they couldn't track it because all the trees, trees were down, were down sure. just couldn't you just couldn't track it like you normally could so we also had uh really high winds the week before and okay. like a lot of the Wisconsin deer hunting tradition is like two days before season, you go out and shoot your rifle twice and make sure it's on. When you're trying to set your rifle in in 40 mile an hour winds. It wasn't. That's not exactly the <laughs> ideal conditions for that. So I think that probably more than more than most guys would admit sure. might have had something to do with the problem. Because I know we were trying we were trying to set rifles in like two weeks before and it was a little windy and it was yeah. I did I did some readjusting right before. So did you see much, Matt? No, no. When they combine the soybeans around the woods, soybeans. Woo. Saw the yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a <laughs> saw one run out of there. But other than that, yeah, that was they kicked him out of the soybeans. soybeans. That yeah. was crossing the road, hunkered down in the soybeans <laughs> in November. Classic. There is a lot of corn out yet, though. Oh yeah, yeah. The further west you go, the, from here it seems the more like Clintonville area. I, it's rare to see a field off it seems like more than that that these windy days we've gotten this week i for some reason because i just started seeing some of that corn starting to lay more you know fall down and lodge and yeah that big wind i'm like oh well, even a couple days ago we had such that wind yeah, yeah. Like, was that monday night yeah, it was it was nasty. i know i was laying yeah. in bed yeah, Tuesday, whatever yeah, night it was Tuesday, yeah. Yeah. i was laying in bed and it was nasty out there yeah so, yeah all our neighbors chop corn this year, so it's ours was ours had been off for we had the only standing corn for like three miles. So we were we were in business. But yeah, a lot of corn there is a lot of corn stand. More than more than you'd like right now. The good thing is if you can get a guy to combine on opening day, that's that's the move right there. Get the neighbor oh, to right. get the neighbor to start doing a little little Kick, deer drive for you. Poor man's drive. <laughs> yep. Well, rich man's because he owns a combine. So I mean, you gotta have some money. Yeah, in but it, you're right? a poor oh, man because yeah. you don't have enough friends to, to drive for you. True. You rely on the guy in the combine. <laughs> the lonely drive. It works though. All right. You guys ready to get into our topic for today? Oh yeah. So Max, you've got found a Jeopardy game for us here. I did. I did. I found some Jeopardy here. Um, it's like a, 
I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Agronomy edition. Um, even though it's a Jeopardy game, if that makes sense. Uh, but basically, these are like mainly entry level like agronomy questions. But it's good to test your test your skills every once in a while. So we'll play here. Are you, uh, are you Trebek or like Ken I'm, Jennings or I'm Max or Blossom? No. Blossom, me and Bialik. Isn't she? No, I'm like it's her and Ken Jennings. Yeah, yeah. switch off. Wait, like Blossom? Ever- Who's Blossom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was before your chat. Yes, like the legit Blossom is on Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah, she's the she whole. Was, she's on Big Bang Theory too, and then she she's got her own show. Oh, my, my Bialik. Yeah, she oh. was in a show called Blossom. I never know how to say Not her Blossom real name. from the '80s. Yeah, yeah, it's the same person. <laughs> oh, okay. Her and Joey Lawrence, remember? Whoa, yeah. So, is, uh, part of fifty Je- percent of Jeopardy. <laughs> so, do they literally like every other week or every? I, other I don't think it's every other week. I think they go in like spurts. They must record like yeah. Well, because I, I believe they record like a week of episodes in a day. Yep. Yeah. So sure. I'm sure it's like a week, but that's you know how however what many days. It's like, well, so they do a month's worth or something. And that's then, why Rogers could do it. Yeah, remember still play football because he could right. Yeah, hey, I hope but you're a better host than Rogers. I thought he was good. Watching back some of those clips, I think I was more because you like Roger. Like if you were, I still don't think he was the worst of the guest hosts they had. True, true. But anyway, so basically, how this is going to work is I'll read I'll read the questions out loud. Um, say your name to buzz in, and if you buzz in before I finish reading the question, I'm going to stop. So. We do have it up on the TV here, so you can see it, but don't cheat. If you buzz in early, you shouldn't be allowed to look, all right? <laughs> Cheaters. All right. Todd's back is to the screen, so I'll, he's I'll at a disadvantage. Yeah. Who took glass in the corn league? Matt, you can, you can pick the, <laughs> the questioning cat, Ooh. category. Ooh, from first. Uh, let's go soil basics for 100. Soil basics for 100. The oh, three Matt. soil. <laughs> yes, Matt? Sand, silt, and clay. He didn't do the. Well, what oh, what is? Oh. I did. I did not say it before we started, <laughs> so I'll have to give that one. Um, what are sand, silt, and clay? You need to finish reading the question so our listeners know what the hell we're answering. What are the three soil particle sizes? What are sand, silt, and clay? <laughs> there you go. All right, Matt. I don't, do you say like when you no, say I you have, don't say no, what are? I don't say what are. I. Like, I think that is my problem with Jeopardy. It's a little bit too uppity for me of, like, <laughs> we must answer it as a question, well, but they're going to give us the answer. I, I mean, it's, I, it's the answer. You right. Have to that's what I'm question. saying is Matt, or Max can't say, host Max cannot say, like, what is or this is. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, you don't, I, I will say you don't, you, know, you do not have to go daily double hunting. So don't waste <laughs> There's time. There's no daily doubles. No here. daily doubles? No. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, let's go plant nutrients for 300. So Ooh, we'll let you finish the question this time. This is one of the 16 essential plant nutrients along with carbon and oxygen. It comes primarily from water and air. Todd. Yes, Todd. What is hydrogen? Congratulations, Todd. That's 300 points, man. Woo. Oops. I'm going to get it wrong just because I'm going to forget to say what is. (laughs) All right, Todd. (laughs) Guarantee. Todd, where are we going here? Soil science 100. If conditions are optimum, then this volume of soil may contain as many as 4 billion bacteria, 1 million fungi, and 300,000 algae. 
I'll guess. Todd? Yep. What is a cup of soil? A gram. A gram. What is one gram? Ooh. Ooh. I was going to say a cubic foot, so I would be way so, off. So do you lose 100 now in yeah, Real Jeopardy? He, in Real Jeopardy, he would lose 100. He'd be in a Sorry, Todd. Go ahead, Todd. Because you can go negative in Jeopardy. Soil basics, 200. This soil type has the lowest water holding capacity. Bill. Ooh, Bill. What is sand? Yeah. <sighs> that was a good that was a nice easy one. So go ahead, Fertility. pick your next one. Um let's go fertility irrigation for a hundy. Oops. Sorry, I clicked the wrong one again. The term for dry fertilizer, 1152O. Matt. M- Matt? <laughs> what is map? Uh, <laughs> did he, I didn't know if you said your name. Map. Oh, crap. No, Matt. What is map? Let's go. Matt was 100. Perfect. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, let's do... Terms for yeah, what are term? What 200. do you think they're going for here? I'm not sure. Like uh, a unit of volume equal to sixty-four pints, ooh. but is used for measuring dry Todd. goods. What is a bushel? Nice. Yeah, <clears throat> that's a term. Todd, that was cheating. I know. Yeah, I was reading some <laughs> of the questions yesterday before we uh, like was we, working on the episode, and then that I was remember one. it was just this one because we we're like, "What? What the?" Heck <laughs> so you were waiting for this one all. No, I, I didn't know that's where it was. No, because right? yesterday when I read, he's like, oh, "What? <laughs> what?" And he's like, "Don't overthink it." I'm like, "Oh, okay." We're doing. Yeah. We're working with crops and, yeah. and measuring things, Todd. All right, Todd. I will go with plant nutrients two hundred. Thirteen of the sixteen essential plant nutrients are broken down into three groups: primary, secondary, and micronutrients. The three nutrients are; these three nutrients are found Bill. in prime. Go ahead, Bill. What is nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium? Oh, nice. good job! I think that's on your CCA exam. Yes. Yeah. I am a CCA, so I guess yeah. I should get that. <laughs> I do wonder about that if you had to re- if like everybody had to retake their exam after like Ooh, twenty years would, if they could pass. It'd be it'd be hard. I believe, don't it, you it, think, Bill? Like, there's enough unique questions that don't really like we don't use yeah. in our daily lives. Right. That right. Like, what? That was what was frustrating when I was studying to take my exam, being like, when am I ever going to use this? Well, and we've been how many years out of test taking? Oh, right. No. 20 years at a yeah. test date, like you say, it just isn't. And I feel like something like this too, like the pressure builds with it. Cause you're like, well, I got, it. you know, like if you didn't pass that after <laughs> you'd feel so stupid right? that like, yeah, it would just, it would be tough. But if you all, if you all did go back and take your driver's test right now too, you'd probably feel that. <laughs> so just having my daughter go through doing that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How picky they are. And like, she didn't have to parallel park. I had to parallel park. Yeah, I had to parallel yeah, park. To parallel so what are they picky too. about? Like, <clears throat> like Y turns, like basically blinking. Like I didn't know you, you had to a blinker, blinker out of a Y turn. <laughs> blinker out of one, like turn in and then like. I think she uh, had yeah. to blinker boat. I don't know. How like, often do you even Y turn? I mean, I Y turn enough. I'm not saying you never do, but like it's not. It's usually not in the road though. Right. Right. Yeah, no, and they took her down a side road in yeah. Appleton and said, "Do a Y turn." Because even like when you do Y turn, I'll just 
turn around and you just pull in somebody's driveway. Yeah, turn right. around or a field driveway. Yeah. And they right. were and they were right. taking points off because she didn't like check cars. Like every time you like, okay, you stop, check cars, turn left, check cars, back up, check cars. Like all the different times you pivot your car, you're supposed to check your shoulder. So now I feel like I have to ask the question. Oh, did she pass? She did. Yes. Okay. I was awful negative there for a minute. Yeah. I was getting nervous. But anyway, uh, Bill, go ahead. What what's your oh, uh, yeah. what's your choice here? Let's go big money. Soil basics for five. Soil Ooh, basics are five hundred. The attribute of soil this attribute of soil increases as the size of the soil particles decrease. Ooh. Bill, go ahead, Bill. I'm going to go negative here, I bet. But what is uh, water holding capacity? What is surface surface area? area. Like I said before we started, these the questions for the most part are like simple questions, but they're vague. They're vague. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to know what they're after for that answer. Yeah, surface area of the particle. It's actually kind of like taking your CCA exam a little bit. Sometimes you do (laughs) overthink that. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, go ahead, Bill. You got to go big game hunting, Bill. We only got a couple couple questions left here. Um. Let's go soil science 400. Soil science 400. Some of the benefits of this material include strengthened soil aggregates, improved tilth and structure, increased water holding capacity, and increased CEC. Todd. Go ahead. What is organic matter? Yep. yep. Yes. Yeah, Todd. Good job. I was going to say carbon. This, I think yeah. Team two. I was trying to think there, too, of like where... It's almost like you got to think of what answer they're yeah. going for, right. what question they're going for. All right, Todd, what do we have next here? I'll do fertility and irrigation 400. The percentage of nitrogen found in urea. Bill. I think that's Todd. What is 46%? That's a, that's a weird question for 400. Right. <laughs> like, it's kind of a that's a, like a layup. Uh, right, we'll, go ahead, Todd. We'll do fertility and irrigation 500. The approximate number of phosphate units in one gallon of Enhance. That was Enhance. It's, it's got to be a product. It's a product of <laughs> some kind. <laughs> I think you just let this one die out. Yeah. Beep, beep, beep. Oh. Tree. The shucks. Tree, you guys man. didn't answer quick enough. Nobody gets it. <laughs> Go ahead. Get Do time. 300. This method of irrigation can be done with a solid set, wheel line, or pivot. You're going to laugh when you hear the answer. It's going to be like overhead irrigation. Yeah, I That's don't what know I was thinking about irrigation. Sprinkler. Oh, oh, sprinkler. Yeah. Makes sense, right? Yep. Uh, go ahead. 200. Yeah, clear the category here. With this type of application, the fertilizer can be applied above the seed, below the seed, or with the seed. Matt. Go ahead, Matt. Starter. What is starter? What is planter band? In for... Well, it'd be a type of starter. It's a type of starter. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give it to you. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, plant nutrients five. Plant nutrients for five. Blossom end rot on tomatoes is caused by a deficiency of this secondary nutrient. This, on the CCA, that was hard. Like the potato questions, yeah. tomatoes. Great vegetable. That, like where you didn't I have a cran- I had a couple cranberry, cranberry questions. Yep. On the Wisconsin side, there's... Which I should know because I do... I'm a CCA in Wisconsin, but whew. 
I don't know much about cranberries. Or Guess tomatoes. Calcium. Oh, calcium. Oh, calcium. Go ahead again, Matt. Soil science for five. Soil science for 500. And I think this will be our... Well, well, let's do the other 500 after this, and that'll be our last question here. Two of the five functions of microorganisms. (laughs) Five of them. Microorganisms. Hmm. Bam, Nobody wants to guess. No. Decomposition. Okay, release nutrients. Fixation. yeah, what are decomposition of organic materials, release of nutrients, fixation of atmospheric nitrogen, improved water dynamics, or disease suppression? Those are your five microorganism functions. That's fair. All right, and our last question, we're going to wrap it up here. Terms for 500. The number of gallons in an acre foot of water. <laughs> acre foot. So if you do a one acre section, a foot deep of water, how many gallons is that? Matt. Go ahead, Matt. 24,000. I think that's wrong. 325,851 gallons. Yeah, acre foot. Yeah, I was thinking. Acre, acre inch. inch. Acre inch. 28,000 yep. and then, yeah. So I think that's hard. Todd wins in the How end. How would you do that in your head, though? Well, if you know what an acre an inch yeah, is, just multiply t- by, 12, by 12. Right? So Todd, so Todd wins. Good job, Todd. Thanks. You're the Jeopardy champion. You're going to be the next host now. So Is that how it works? Yep. That's pretty much how we're running this deal. Then I'm glad I didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> hey, second place in the Corn League. At least he could win Jeopardy, you know. Kind of give him ease the consolation. pain a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Good game, guys. I, d- I did have my first grower. Like, we're picking out seed, and he's like, how'd you do in the Corn League, you know, Fantasy League? Like... Oh, you know, like, Did you just give him my business card. Tell yeah, him to call me. Like, oh, Max, actually, Max is picking picking these for you this year. I got him <laughs> in my ear right now. <laughs> Max is in my ear. The, yeah. Actually, that's how you guys pick varieties. You, you sit down with your growers, you have the meeting, and then you guys all bring it back here, and I go through and select yeah. for everybody. That's part. That's of what happens when you jam. win. Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean you pick thirty five fifty for everybody? No, <laughs> no, that would be a bad. That, idea. That's a bad way to. That would yeah. be a very bad way to do it. Risk management. Not yep. Bad. So, anyway, right. yeah, that was our Jeopardy. You guys are smarter than fifth graders, I guess, at, at agronomy. All right. Move into our spotlight for today. So, Corteva <clears throat> is acquiring Stoller Group. So, Stoller products are something that we've seen a little bit around this area. Um, certain people that swear by it, but Stoller is based out of Houston, one of the largest independent biological companies in the industry. Operations and sales in more than 60 countries. Acquisition of Stoller reinforces Corteva's commitment to providing farmers with biological tools that complement the evolving farming practices and help them meet changing market expectations. So as everyone seems to be kind of dipping into this biologicals market. Corteva's buying an existing brand here that uh, it's been around for 50 plus years. And uh, like I said, I think all of us here have seen it on some acres at some point, probably with the growers that we have around here that have tried it at least or looked at it. So I think Stoller, we don't realize how much they're into other fruit and vegetable, tree nut turf and ornamentals so they do have stuff lots of yeah you know that probably even more so is 
I would say more important on that side as you get in higher value crops. So, but it'll be be interesting. Like the Corteva play here too, as well as they've they bought uh, Utricia, the company that I don't know if they bought the whole company, but I think they bought Utricia from a company. Sure. And so with their Utricia end product now, what Corteva's doing here with these plays of buying sort of other companies is kind of an interesting. Yeah, instead of the draft and develop, they're looking they're, to yeah, they're going on free agency. Yankees, pull out of free man. agency, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the purchase price of one point two billion dollars in cash represents an enterprise value multiple of approximately twelve per oh, twelve times. So based on Stoller's expected value, purchase price will be paid at closing, which is anticipated to be the first half of twenty twenty three. So they're making a pretty big investment there and Installer. Which ones have you guys used? Like BioForge, Charge. I think those are the only two that. There's a Keylate. They got a bunch of Keylates. Everybody loves a good Keylate. Yep. It's like a ketone, a Keylate. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, they got like a Keylate magnesium, manganese, copper, iron, cobalt, the Keylate Como. Como, which I think is like a comb over copper molybdenum. Yeah, Como. I like that one. Or I think it's a cool name, but yeah, I never used that. But no, just they, an interesting. If they added potassium. They could have Kokomo. <laughs> yeah, Co-co-mo. and they could use the Beach, Aruba. Beach Boys Beach song. Boys. Aruba. Aruba. Oh. I don't know anybody yeah. who likes the Beach Boys. <laughs> Not anybody that's on this podcast. Max. <laughs> I that is literally if you go on my my touch tunes on my phone that's the jukebox at the, all the bars and stuff. Yep. My top plays I think number one is probably Kokomo. It is a pretty stellar song. Dude, puts you in a but, mood, man. Do you freedom country bar song though? I'm not <laughs> feeling like, Kokomo. Yeah. Do you prefer the version with Uncle Jesse from Full House? No. <laughs> or, are you going to get there Aruba, fast? Jamaica. Take it slow. So when we go to Mexico this winter, how many times do you think I play oh, you that? Gotta, you're gonna, I'm going to have that blaring in the Delta Lounge. Yep. You're going to loop it in the... Max yep. will be lonely as everyone else abandons him on the trip. That's <laughs> all right. I'll be, I'll be going to Kokomo, baby. <laughs> have the boys with him. Yeah, I'll have the beach. boys with me. <laughs> all right. Now we'll move into our egg stream minute. Today we're going to talk invention of the McCormick Reaper. In 1831, 22-year-old Cyrus McCormick tried his hand at building a mechanical reaper, a farm machine that cuts grain, that his father, farmer-slash-blacksmith-slash-inventor Robert McCormick, had tried and failed to develop a few years earlier. The younger McCormick tried something new. His reaper, resembling a two-wheeled horse-drawn chariot, consisted of a vibrating cutting blade a reel to bring the grain within its reach, and a platform to receive the falling grain. McCormick's machine would be the model for all other reapers that followed. A reaper that was... Uh, uh, the reaper was a tool many 19th century farmers desperately needed when grain was harvested by hand. Huge number of laborers were required. A farmer who didn't have enough people to complete the harvest either had to accept crop loss or pay exorbitant wages to hire peak season workers. McCormick Reaper offered hope to farmers that the yield of their fields might 
no longer be limited by the number of available farmhands. Over the next few decades, news of the invention spread to every part of the United States and even across the pond to England and France. By 1856, McCormick was selling more than 4,000 mechanical reapers to farmers each year. What do you think in 1832 an exorbitant price would be price for a farmhand to get your grain off? 50 cents a day. <laughs> Probably. I don't even know if it would be that much in the 1800s. Yeah, you're right, because my, grand- my grandpa talks about like when they were kids getting paid a penny a day to like pick rocks and stuff. Which they're kids, I get it, but still like Yeah. Like a dollar a week, probably. Yeah. Would be crazy. A dollar a week. Peak season, yeah, I'll pay a buck a week. Woo. I'll be rich. I wonder what Robert McCormick's look like. And then this one he made it into like this chariot style. Like you can't really find like basically, too, where he's just like, "Ah, oh, Dad, your sucks. I can do better than you." And well, it sounds, it sounds, sounds like every farm like, transition I've ever heard of. <laughs> I wonder if it didn't have like the blade. Like if that was it part was probably of just a sweeping blade instead of vibrating. So you, yeah, you probably had probably to have, just you was like one slash. Well, think of the. Reset. I always say it wrong, but the side, the, the side like this. Yeah. It's probably it was like exactly it was what it was like. like a, and it probably was like that, where it was like some sort of mechanism that just like hacked at it well, instead it, of a. Yeah, it was probably something that slashed then re- had to reset. Whereas the vibrating would make a cutting motion that you wouldn't have to. So this is like the original, uh, like sickle style, right? Kind of, <clears throat> not exactly, but kind of. And yeah, the first one probably didn't have the reel. It look. It looks like his first one did have some like a like his huge looking reel, but it it was on here. So the McCormick Reaper. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, Matt. Thank you to all our listeners out there. Please subscribe to the podcast and tell a farmer friend. That's all we ask for some shout-outs on Facebook and Twitter or wherever. And you can find us. You just search Tilt Talk Radio on Apple Podcasts or on Android. Download an app like Podcast Attic, Podbean, or Player FM. You can also listen on your smartphone browser or computer browser at tilt.com slash podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Tilth Talk Radio. All right. Thanks, Todd. Now we're going to do our Cool Beans That's Corny with some current events. So, Cool Beans. Cool Beans. Cool Beans. Cool Beans. God, I jumped in. Jumped Sorry. Jeez. This is really excited. Todd. <laughs> cool <laughs> really Beans. Just because you guys are twinning doesn't mean you have to say it at the same time today. <laughs> yeah, we are. Nice. What's All up, right. Todd? Indigo announced a new biofungicide. For the 2023 season. So, again, with the biological side of things, we're looking at Indigo Ag announcing the launch of Biotrinsic X19 for the 2023 growing season. It's the industry's first biological fungicide based on the microbe Cosaconia Kowani. Sounds like it came from Hawaii. That's the next island up from Kokomo, I think. <laughs> so the, the name is sweet. Biotrinsic X19. Sounds, yeah, like experimental something coming out of a laboratory somewhere. (laughs) (coughs) Excuse me. Fungicide recorded average yield uplifts of 2.6 bushels per acre for soybeans and 8.6 bushels per acre in corn in replicated university trials. And so they're looking to increase their production and have it out for 2023. 
Biotrinsic X19 utilizes a bioblocker action to form a microbial wall of separation between plant roots and seedling disease, interfering with disease transference. So it's a got a triple mode of action, and can also be used alone or with other fungicides, and it's compatible with a wide range of pesticide treatments. Fungicide has been reviewed by the Organic Materials Review Institute, or OMRI, and can be used on organic certified farm operations. So, That stuff's wild to me is how much more is coming down the pike on the organic side yeah. for, for things that, that they can use to all these biologicals to spray on top or product like this that uses a fungicide. It's pretty neat. So, yeah, seems like it'll be a multi-use tool. It'll be interesting to see what happens when it gets across the landscape. Our That's Corny this week. Is 2023 is looking like a tough year to control weeds. Dry conditions uh, hampered many farmers' efforts in corn and beans this year. If that describes your situation, you may now be looking to address weeds and limit their impact on your 2023 crops. So some recommendations this article makes is consider whether you can do a burn down yet this fall. Can't. Nope. Yeah, we're... I mean, you you that. could. <laughs> I don't know you'd do much good. No. Uh, 45 today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 17 tomorrow. Here's this. Maybe I treatment when warm daytime 55 degrees and nighttime 40 degrees saying, temperature. Like, we'd, we'd be, more we'd be above the nighttime low. Yeah. But that's the daytime I, high. So I don't know if I necessarily agree with this article like that I think next year is going to be bad. I just like the title of the article. I was like, oh, forget this. We're already throwing 2023 I, in the right. fire. Like, ah, oh, it's going to suck. I was like, well, this oh, seems like one these of those, guys who write these articles, yeah, man. I don't these know. Articles where you could put for every year upcoming. Like, sorry, right. not guys, gals who write. This is not a guy who wrote this, but still, you know what I mean. Like, ah, oh, you're already sad about it. And we haven't, we're not even there yet. Yeah, they also recommend using high quality adjuvant. Well, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Anyway, so, so adjuvants and surfactants. So, like Sunday night blues, we got the 2022 blues. Yeah. Now looking forward to 2023 here. Evaluate herbicide carryover from 2022. Yeah, well, that's probably something you should do anyway. And consider how to work around Mother Nature. Well, good luck with that. Well, She kind of runs the, the show. I kind of got this figured out, though. Input prices are looking like they're going to trend downward as of right now. And uh, crop prices are good. So we got to have a new something to have freak to out be about. sad about. Sure. So this is going to be it. Yeah, I mean, you should always keep an eye on your weed control and know that if you had bad weed control this year, you're, you've added to the seed bank, but it's not the end of the world. So. Are they saying, like, water hemp's become a biennial and is already, like, growing out there or something? <laughs> hey, that'd be the, that's new no. new GDU requirements, like, one. Hey, there's, there <laughs> so was people years ago that said they had water hemp over winter in this town, I remember. Oh, really? Yeah. When, Jeff, when Jeff was still here, I remember... People calling saying they had water hemp that overwintered. And we're being like, oh, don't know about that. It's an interesting one. All right. And our Field Good Friday today, USDA has announced $1 billion for rural broadband. So if your internet stinks and you live in the country, maybe things will get better. Today, 
and this was actually a little bit older article, so happened back in September. They announced the <coughs> agency, USDA is accepting applications for the ReConnect program loans and grants to expand access to high-speed internet in rural communities. So there's a number of different grants and loans that people could apply for, and hopefully you got that in as the deadline was November 2nd, but potentially could add to your internet and provide a benefit to your operation with better access to internet. The more high-speed internet out there, the better. That's just... They, they said, too, it's they got to be speeds of 100 megabits per second download and 20 megabits per second upload. Like... That's a lot. The That's a lot. Speed is yeah. Huge, yeah. Yeah. Both of those are quite, I mean, yeah. So, so yes, like that sounds but like a lot of areas. Could just be. imagine like how much, how much harder some of the stuff would be that we do if you had zero internet at all. Like, what are the, well, like, what do you do? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I don't even know what you do in a world with zero internet. <laughs> Could you be somewhere with no internet and we're like, hey, we got to draw this border and we got to sample this field? What do you, like, we used to do that all the time. It sounds terrible. Yeah, I was going to say, it, for, it was, for us, it, it'd be, it was a setback, but something that we've, we've done. Mm. So all you need is a GPS signal to draw a border, really. I guess. And actually, we could do it on our computer without internet or GPS. <laughs> what? <laughs> Thanks, Matt. So you're just squashing Max's. You could? Oh. I mean, it's not... Well, think about I didn't. Order, I wasn't doing agronomy. Think in how the many Stone softwares Age, I guess. that I don't are know. going. How many softwares are going, going to the cloud? Right. That is basically forcing us to need this. Whereas before, they were all local on your computers. So, but you do great. see enough, like in their advertising, like of being able to work offline. They'll right. say, like, hey, if you're not, some of them, yeah, yeah, no. But that's that, also that's like a, it can be offline, but you got to upload once a week right. and get it online, right? So you still need it. It's just you need less. But if you're in the middle of nowhere, you can it still can use function, it. yeah. Which we've all been, and even even with like cellular internet and everything else, there's there's always those areas that are just terrible. So this hopefully will eliminate some of those pockets of just terrible awful reception. Terrible, terrible. It's just terrible, terrible. I mean, things in the Annapolis are probably all right, but <laughs> once you get outside the Annapolis, it's probably not as good. All right, well, that'll do it for this week. Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for having us, Matt. This week we looked at a little bit of agronomy studying and refresher course for us with a Jeopardy game in Spotlight. We looked at Corteva acquiring Stoller. Ag History Minute, we talked about the McCormick Reaper and the advent of that. Cool beans this week, Indigo releasing a new biofungicide for 2023 season. That's corny. Was it 2023? Maybe a difficult weed control year. Who knows? We'll wait and see what happens. And our Field Good Friday was the USDA continuing to promote and try to increase the availability of rural broadband. Thanks for listening, and as always, happy farming.